Hello, spirit friends. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. I am your host, Minerva Maharaj. This podcast offers you practical spirituality to help you live your highest and best life. I'm a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer turned certified spiritual life coach, and my intention is to help you shift out of mediocrity to a life of your dreams. I will do this by sharing some heartfelt conversations, workable tools that when applied, you can experience a real shift. And finally, have you walking away feeling great about yourself. Now let's get connecting to our highest and best self. Welcome to the very first episode of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj, and I'm so grateful you're joining me here today as we talk about why spirituality is the missing piece to living your best life. Now here is what we'll be covering today. First, I'll be sharing what happens when you ignore your spirituality and what happens when you lean into your spirituality. So for example, I'll be sharing a story about when I ignored my spirituality and it led me to a very toxic relationship with the partner ending up cheating on me. And also when I ignore my spirituality, how I got to a point in my career where I was depressed and anxiety ridden and when I did lean into my spirituality, how it helped me find my life partner my, and my life purpose as a spiritual life coach. So I wanted to share that with you. Next, we'll be covering three things you are doing that's blocking you from showing up as your best self and living the life you're meant to live. Next, I'll share proof spirituality is the missing piece to all you're asking for, love, career success, abundance, happiness, health, and more. And finally, as a part of every episode, I'm gonna be sharing some fun soul work, which is easy homework to bring your soul and spirit in alignment and to help you create space for a shift to take place. Now, this only happen when you do the work. Before I begin, I wanna take a moment to address what is spirituality. There are many misconceptions and lies what's around spirituality and that can come from our upbringing, come from society, can come from religion. So for now, I just wanna push that aside and just share with you my definition, a simplified definition of what spirituality is. And to me, spirituality is your path to your true self, your path to love, because you are a vibration of love. And there are different ways to do that and to reconnect to that and to remember that, to remember who you truly are. And so that is my intention to you, to help you come back to that sense, come back to that truth in your own unique way. Soon in an upcoming episode, I will be sure to share ways you can reconnect to your spirituality in ways that resonate with you. But next I wanna get to what happens when you ignore your spirituality. When you ignore your spirituality, you'll experience lack, confusion, dissatisfaction, depression, anxiety, worry, fear. And what this is, you'll experience these heavy emotions, these heavy sensations. And really this is your spirit pointing you towards whether you're in or out of alignment to who you truly are. Your emotions are a guidance system to that. Now what happens when you lean into your spirituality, when you lean on your spirituality, This is where you open up and you experience a deep sense of peace, calmness, hope, knowing, abundance. You'll experience a deep sense of love and surety and knowingness. And this is your guidance system to point you towards when you're in alignment to what is meant for you, when you're in alignment to who you truly are. And when you're living that path, when you're following that 
feeling, that deep knowing, it's going to lead you to the next step, the next step, the next step of what you really want, what you desire, and what you came here to live out and who you came out to be. So you want to start gauging your emotions as a guided system to when you're in or out of alignment to your highest and best self and your highest and best life. Now, I want to share a couple examples of what happened when I did ignore my spirituality. So I mentioned before that I was in a very toxic relationship. Now, this was years ago before I met my husband, but I ended up in this relationship with this guy who was wrong for me on every level. He came with a lot of baggage. Uh, He didn't love himself. He didn't treat people really well. But my ego self, which I am going to talk about in an upcoming episode about the ego and essence self, but the ego self was really leading. I was, this is, you know, me really ignoring who I was and following, you know, that insecurity, following that fear inside of me and looking outside of myself for someone to fill that. So I found that in the wrong way. And really, this was a very you know, I very toxic on every level, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and it broke me. And I just kept, you know, hanging on for life to make this relationship work because, you know, the ego wanted it to work out. I had to be right. And, you know, I didn't want to prove anyone else right when I was being guided by my family and friends that this was wrong for me on every level. Now, what happens by following that, by following that fear, it led me even deeper and deeper down a road that I feel like I couldn't get out of. And lo and behold, I didn't have the courage or strength to pull myself out of it. And it ended with the person cheating on me. And I literally, you know, we were living together. We were starting to build a life together. And, you know, I had moved out for a couple of days out of the, you know, understanding that he needed time and need to figure his life out and to come back home to figure out, to see him on the couch with someone else making out, which was devastating for me on every way but you know when you ignore the signs from the universe when you ignore your intuition when you ignore that gut feeling when you know it was telling me it was wrong in every way the universe is going to show you and I'm so grateful the universe showed me that because it really made me wake up Um, and that's what happens when I ignored my intuition when I ignored my greater knowing that this wasn't for me And to share another instance of when I ignored my spirituality, uh, previous to being a spiritual life coach, I used to be a professional dancer. And I think I mentioned I was a dancer for the NBA Toronto Raptors. And I had a great career in that. I danced for five seasons. I choreographed. And it opened up so many opportunities where I went on tour with uh, celebrity artists and backed up dance and did music videos and commercials. And I had so many great opportunities. And it was so much fun. But... At the same time, in the background, what was running in my mind, what was running my emotions, what was running in my soul was this heaviness, was this, you know, it got to the point where I ignored all these signs and these feelings that it led me to feeling very depressed and anxious and so discouraged and insecure and really not showing up as my best self. And because of that, I showed up and behaved in certain ways or made decisions that didn't align to who I really was. And so uh, going down that road, and I pursued that career since I was a little girl and up into my 30s. And it just hit me that, you know, this 
is not what I meant to do. And I really, I honestly got to a point after all this crying and being a very low point in my life that I was like, this can't be my life. This is not what life is meant to be. This is not why I'm put here on earth. And this can't be my career. And I wanted my career to be something I wake up feeling excited to do, know that I'm making impact, know that I'm good at it versus forcing it to work. And it just felt wrong in so many ways. So um, once I stopped pushing against that and forcing it to work, which obviously it wasn't working by forcing it, you know, I, after I got married, I got into, um, you know, well, well, I got the blessing from my husband that, you know, this is a good time that we're married. We don't have a mortgage at the time. We didn't have kids at that time. And it was a good time for me to quit my job. I was working at a commercial house at downtown Toronto and it was a great opportunity, but I just wasn't happy. And I literally was crying every time I had to go into work. So that wasn't what I wanted for myself or my life. So I got the blessing from my husband to go on a soul searching journey. Well, he said, you know, you can quit your job. I decided to go on a soul searching journey and it was the best thing I ever did for myself. It was scary. I didn't know what I was supposed to do in life, but I was willing to give up whatever it is I was feeling and experiencing in that moment. And in order to learn and discover what it is I was meant to do. So at that time, I had a mantra of spirit lead the way and I will follow. And that mantra came from meditating. So I literally spent, luckily it only took about three months. And you know, if it takes longer for you, that's okay. If it's shorter, that's okay too. But for me, my process, it... I just dove into my spirituality in this three-month time, and I woke up every day, I meditated, I journaled, I read books, I followed what felt good, and I literally followed the light feeling. If it didn't feel good, I didn't do it. If it felt good, I did it. If that meant go for a walk, if it meant, you know, lay on the couch, if it meant to take a nap, if it meant pick up this book and read, if it meant, you know, doing the exercises in the book, I did what I had to do, in order to discover what I was meant to do. And I did what I had to do and I followed what felt good, what felt light. If it felt right, it was, if it felt light, it was because it was right. Pardon me for that correction. If it feels light, it is right. And that's literally what I followed. And my mantra at that time, like I said, was spirit lead the way and I will follow. And whatever felt light is what I followed and I that was my clue that this is what I was meant to do this is the next step this is what my spirit wanted for me and and I trusted that process and lo and behold it led me to a point where one day on I was I remember sitting on the couch watching tv with my husband but I couldn't shut off my mind but in a good way it was all these ideas and intuitive downloads and these pulses that were just beating through me that I just had to get out of my mind get out of my body and down onto paper and this was after you know a few months of these pulses happening through me and I kind of been pushing to the side because it didn't make sense and you know it was completely opposite to what I was used to what I thought I would be doing my life because again I always wanted to be this famous actress since I was a little girl and dancer and I pursued that for so long but I was also willing to put that away and put that aside in order to discover what I was truly meant to do even if that's something completely opposite of what I was used to what I know and lo and behold I wrote down everything that was coming through my mind all the dreams I was actually having the intuitive downloads intuitive pulses 
all these signs and even that accumulated all these answers from uh, friends and exercises that I did to discover what my talents and my gifts are and what I could be good at. And basically it all came down to me creating this business plan to be a spiritual life coach. Now, I didn't even know what a spiritual life coach was at that time. What I remember writing down was coaching that incorporates meditation and, you know, that good feeling side, you know, chakras and energy stuff. And again, I was just new to, you know, Reiki and chakras and all of that stuff, but it just felt so good. And it really felt like an aha moment for me. And when I told everyone, everyone was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. My husband, my friends, my family, everyone was like, oh yeah, that's totally what you should have done. And I was sort of like, well, why didn't anyone tell me before? Um, So it just kind of all came together. All the puzzles, pieces to the puzzles just came together. And, And that just shows you what happens when you do lean into your spirituality. And I showed the contrast there of what happens when you weren't, when I wasn't leaning into my spirituality, when I ignored it, when I was forcing my career to work, when I was forcing that I had to do this, it had to be this, I had to come in this way. I was experiencing great dissatisfaction and unhappiness in my life. And it got to the point where I forgot to mention, I got physically sick as well. And um, I remember having this upper respiratory virus that took me out. I couldn't speak and I was on antibiotics and it just, I couldn't even get out of bed. And that's what's going to happen when you ignore your spirituality. The universe is going to show you by making you walk in on your partner, uh, you know, cheating on you. It's going to make you stop in your tracks by making you physically ill you know, all these signs are going to come to you, but you just have to listen. And when you do listen, it will lead you to really what it is you're trying to make work, what you're trying to do and manipulate and make happen. You're going to find your life partner. Um, you know, leaving that relationship was the best thing that I've, or that cheating thing was the best thing that could happen to me because it made me made me go on this brand new journey of de- rediscovering who I was, you know, deepening my spirituality, trusting myself, loving myself, and because of that path, again, it was you know three tends to be the number that shows up for me, but after three months of really diving deep into myself and focusing myself, healing myself, lo- learning to love and accept myself, that's when I brought in my life partner, my husband, who actually I knew since I was a little girl, but it didn't all start coming in and working out for me until we were late in our 20s. And now we're married with the cutest little kid with a house and we love our life together. And also when I did lean into my spirituality during that another three month soul searching journey, I was able to release my old self, my old path and discover and welcome in this, you know, discover my life purpose. And I really feel I'm living out who I am and what I'm meant to do through the form of a spiritual life coach and through my coaching practice, Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching. I get to touch many people's lives and I get to wake up loving what I do, getting excited to go to my home office, getting to work with, excited to work with my clients, 
I love what I do. I know I'm making an impact and that's what I wanted for myself and that's what I get to do. And from that, you know, more opportunities are coming with more clients, more opportunities to speak. And, you know, there's just so many things that fall into place when you lean into your spirituality. Now we're going to talk about three things you're doing to block the highest and best version of yourself and from the highest and best showing up for you. There's three things you're doing. Number one, you're leading with the mind. You're thinking too much. You're overthinking. You're trying to rationalize everything. You're leading with the mental being. And what this does is because you're overthinking, you're spending so much time in the head that you're pulling away from the heart. And when you're too much in the head, you're too much of the thinking, you're likely replaying a lot of limiting beliefs, coming up with limiting thoughts and replaying and obsessing and overthinking and really forcing and pushing away what it is you do want because you're carrying all of these heavy thoughts and beliefs that are actually emitting a low vibration, which I'm going to talk about a little bit in a little bit about low vibrations. So what you're doing is you're leading with the mind too much and chances are you're not leaning into the, your spirit side, your spirituality. And I wanna share a quote by Alexander Graham Bell. What the power is cannot be explained. All I know is that exists. What this power is cannot be explained. All I know is that exists. That it exists, pardon me. And why I wanted to share that is because we tend to not lean into what, what can't be seen. We have to, we trust more what can be seen, what can be rationalized, what can be controlled. But there's a greater power out there in work for us. Whatever you call that higher power, that greater power, it doesn't matter. It could be God, source, light, mother nature, whatever that is. It really doesn't matter what you call it. But there is a greater power that can't be explained, that can't be seen. And when you lack that trust in it, when you lack that knowing, when you lack that connection, when you lack that leaning into it, it really takes you away and pushes away what it is that you want when you only rely on your own thinking and your own understanding. Because the truth be told, that is limited. That can only go so far. And so when you lean into the mind and you lean into, well, you know, Maybe if I work a little harder, if I do this or, you know, you know, if you're pursuing a relationship and you, you rationalize and overthink and obsess over your partner's actions or your love interest actions, well, why didn't he do this or uh, how come he did this or this is probably what it means. And we lean into that. We tend to go on this cycle that doesn't serve us and really pushes away what we want. So I hope that makes sense. Number one, you're leading with the mind. You're leading and depending only on your thinking. And that, my friend, could be limited. Next, you're leading with action. You're doing too much and you're relying solely on your physical being. And I work with a lot of accomplished women who are great at taking action, are great at taking initiative, great at accomplishing things. They're multitaskers. They're, you know, doing great in their careers. They have a lot going on. And that doing side of you serves you well. It's gotten you far. It's gotten you to where you are. But you also have to realize you can't be in overdrive. You can't be in the masculine energy too much because 
that masculine energy will serve you but can't serve you for everything. And when we rely on controlling or manipulating things to work out in our favor, and I'm just going to use relationships a lot because I do tend to draw a lot of women who are successful in the career and are career driven, but you know, are having troubles attracting their life partner. And I see this happen a lot where they're like, okay, well, maybe if I send this text, maybe if I initiate this, maybe if I do the work for my love interest or my partner, then it can work out in my favor. But it doesn't. When you're doing the work, you can't do someone else's push-ups and expect to get results or have them show up how you want them to show up. They need to do their own push-ups. They need to be strong for to show up in your life, to have that strong partner that you are asking for, asking the universe for. So that doing, you know, is coming from a place of fear, which I'm going to go into that in a little bit as well, because you may already see a theme that a lot of this is leading with fear in our thoughts and in our actions. We're doing this because of fear. So I'm going to go into the third one. The third one, the, th- the third thing you are doing to block the highest and best version of yourself and your life is you're ignoring your emotions. Now, a lot of women like to say, or a lot of people, this can be men too, saying, I'm not very emotional. It's not good to be emotional. I don't want to show up emotional. I don't want to show my emotions. And for some reason in our society, that is frowned upon. That's shown as a weakness. But touche, my friend, I do feel that, you know, your emotions, to show your emotions shows strength because you have the strength and the courage and the confidence to express and to dig out what really is underneath the surface, what's going underneath you, and to release that and to share that in a healthy way. So again, you're ignoring your emotions and pushing it down underneath the surface because you were told when you were a kid that you shouldn't cry, dry your tears, or you know, you're too sensitive those things that we were told in our childhood and by care well-meaning caregivers tend to shut off our emotional side and we're emotional beings and like i mentioned before emotions is is a tool it's their superhuman tool to show you and guide you when you're in or out of alignment and what we tend to do we've been conditioned to do is push that down under the surface and we got so used to that that we didn't express our emotions that now in our adult lives when we ignore those emotions when you know your partner you know someone you're dating says he blows you off and you that emotion comes up you know and then you push it down to the surface and give them a chance again and again and again what you're doing you're pushing more down to the surface that gut feeling that intuition to who you are you're pushing down underneath the surface your worthiness and what you desire and what you deserve in order to you know have what you want to have what you think you want to have you want to have this person who's really not healthy for you um and you know i'm just trying to show you you know what happens when you those emotions do pop up but you do ignore them you push them down again out of fear that you know you may not have what you want to have 
And so I do want to tie all three of these together with the common denominator. And the common denominator here is that it's fear-driven. Our thoughts, our actions, our emotions, the reason we lead with that and we go into overdrive with that or the reason we ignore it is because we're afraid of what that means if we don't think it through, if if it doesn't make sense logically, you know, we're afraid if we don't take enough action, it's not going to happen. And we're afraid of showing our emotions that it may push someone away. So those are examples of, you know, you know, why we go into overdrive or, you know, we ignore it completely because we're afraid of what it means about us or our situation. Now, proof spirituality is the missing piece to living your best life. I'm going to start with this quote. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is by Pierre Tillard de Chardin. And I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. So we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And this is proof that when you add spirituality back into your life, when you lead with your spirit, with spirituality, you're leading with who you truly are and not the human side of you. You're leading with the spirit side of you. And if you're a spiritual being before a human being, you're an energy being, you're a vibrational being before you came here in physical form. And so why not lead with who you are that's your innate guidance system by leading with your spirit it will lead you through to your life purpose it will lead you to navigate a happy healthy the highest and best life has to offer because I believe that's our intention to why we came here down on earth is to live out the highest and best life to live a life of joy and if you let that innate guidance system your your spirit to lead you through this and navigate this life human experience, then wouldn't it lead you to the highest and best? Because I believe when you go down and meditate and get down to the core, to the vibration of who you really are, you really will reconnect and sense and experience this deep, profound love, a vibration of love. And that's where that comes from, that you are a vibration of love. And trust me, I didn't understand that at first when people used to say, well, you're love. You, I am love. I am lovable. And I didn't believe that. I didn't understand that. So for all the logical thinkers out there, you know, if you really to get down to, if you go through the process of meditation, and I promise I'm going to be sharing some meditations throughout this podcast. Um, when you get down to that vibration of who you really are and you meditate on it if you meditate and pull back all the layers of who you are that thinking being that feeling being that doing being if you peel all that away and what you have left is this indestructible undeniable feeling and vibration of love and that's who you are so if you were to lead with that vibration lead with that knowing it will lead you and unfold the next step and next step and next step and lead you to a life of love, will lead you to who you truly are and bring in the right partner, the right job, money flows and love flows and everything that you want. And proof that this is true, there's a vibration, there's a law of vibration and it states that everything in the universe moves and vibrates. Everything is vibrating at one speed or or another. 
nothing rests. Everything you see around you is vibrating at a frequency or another, and so are you. And I'm going to leave that quote where I found that off of the website, off the website in my show notes, which you will find on goddessofwisdom.ca forward slash blog. I will have, you know, I'll post all my podcasts there along with show notes. And, you know, so the law of vibration states that we are vibrational beings, that everything is vibrational. Everything has a vibrational value and we are energy beings. And whatever, whatever energy you are at, whatever vibrational level and value you are at at the moment is what you are attracting and everything else in your physical experience in your environment is going to match that and attract that when you're feeling crappy when you wake up in the morning doesn't everything else go crappy in the day when you start off your day at a low vibration and it's because it's matching the vibration you're putting out it is matching your energy and the same goes the other way when you have you know a great morning maybe you got up and you took the time to meditate or do some yoga and stretch and you start your day at a very centered you know relaxed high vibration way everything else in the day goes follows suit so this is just proof that you are a vibrational being that you are a spiritual being and that when you lead with that the highest and best will unfold for you I also want to point out you yourself have proof that spirituality is the missing piece in your life. You have spiritual evidence. You have that through intuition, intuitive downloads, through that gut feeling, through when you repetitively keep seeing repetitive numbers, when you thought of that person and then all of a sudden they called or text or you bumped into them on at the mall. Those are all spiritual experiences. Those experiences that feel light, that feel right, that aha, that light moment, that give you that sense of relief and lightness. You have that evidence, my friend. But the point is, is you've ignored it. And so you don't believe it when things don't work out for you because that's when you've chosen the ego self, the fear self. But there's also moments, and I believe you have at least one or two in your life, as small as they as they may seem, where you did follow that intuitive feeling that gut feeling that light feeling and something happened for you and you're like wow how did that happen or you're like something told me I love that something told me that this was going to happen that's all your inner guidance system my friend so I just want to let you know that you have evidence you just need to take a moment and write it down where are the moments in your life where you had the that intuitive light expansive experience and that's proof that spirituality is working for you and that if you include it more in your life things will work out more in your favor and that when all the times things didn't work out in your favor I can guarantee you there's something in you that made you push it away and ignore it and that's why it didn't work out in your favor. Now we're at the part of the show where we do some fun soul work. This is some easy homework to help you deepen your learning. And the intention for today's homework is to help you connect to your spirituality. So I have four questions here for you. And all you have to do is just take five to 10 minutes to write it down. So if you're driving or operating any heavy machinery, wait till you're at home and you can have a glass of wine and set aside five to 10 minutes. So just take your journal out and reflect and write down your answers. Now, I encourage you to actually write it down because there's something therapeutic and magical about taking out of the head, out of the body, and down onto paper where you can see it. It'll just expand your awareness so much more. So here are your four questions. 
Number one, I want you to recognize where you're off balance. Which one of the beings are you spending more time in? Are you spending more time in the thinking being, the doing being, the feeling being, or the energetic vibrational being of you? Now, I want you to rate each area, so write all four out, and then I want you to rate each area from a scale from one to 10. 10 being you lean on it a lot, you utilize it a lot, and one being not at all. So for example, if you tend to be a logical thinking type person, then you would rate that a 10. And then if you tend to not express your emotions or use your emotions or lean on your emotions to help guide you to make a decision, then you would rate that a one or two. So that's what I want you to do. On a scale of one to 10, I want you to rate all four beings of you to see, you know, which area of you you use more. Number two, what does spirituality mean to you? What has it meant to you? So what thoughts, beliefs, considerations do you have around spirituality? And I just want you to write it all out. Everything you learn from, you know, your childhood, from society, from religion, anything that you relate to spirituality, I want you to just take it out and put it down on paper. There's no right or wrong to this answer. This is just about really seeing all the beliefs that you've been carrying around spirituality. Number three. What's stopping you from leaning into your spirituality? What's stopping you from leaning into your spiritual side more? And I just want you to reflect on that and write whatever comes to mind. And try not to think, even if it's you don't know the answer right away, just write down the first things that come to mind and just keep writing until you're empty and you'll get to that core answer. And finally, question number four, what inclination do you have? Maybe something spoke to you today that perhaps you could benefit from leaning into your spiritual side. How could you lean into your spiritual side a bit more? Is it listening to your intuition? Maybe uh, go back to meditation and yoga that you used to do? Or is there a favorite passage or affirmation that speaks to you? Really, it's any tool that makes you feel light and expanded and good about yourself and back to your your best self. So I just want you to reflect on those four questions. Again, just take some time to just journal it. It just takes five to 10 minutes. And I want to know how this episode resonated with you. So please send me in your questions and comments at info at goddessofwisdom.ca or you can go on my site goddessofwisdom.ca forward slash blog and this will have all the show notes and I'll also write out the fun work for you as well. And if you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate a five-star review and your comments. So please write and share with your friends. I promise I'm going to be giving you more heartfelt conversations and really I just want to empty out everything I have to share with you around spirituality because I just believe so strongly that it is the missing piece to living our best life and when we lean into that more oh gosh so much will just open up for you and it'll just you will experience the joy you're meant to experience in this lifetime and show up as your highest and best self. So I genuinely hope this resonates and helps you in some way. Thank you again for listening to the first episode of Words of Wisdom. Love and light to you.